Welcome back to the Scare Stiff Podcast. I'm your host, Mike. This is my co-host, Scott. How you doing today, buddy? I'm doing. You're got, doing. Got my second trip to the vaccination station. Yeah. And now I'm feeling the after effects about a day later. Or I'll get them tomorrow. Yeah, you just got yours today, so. Yep. I know today's going to be maybe not, like, upsetting, but it's definitely going to be different. <laughs> I'm I'm fucking so woozy. I bet. Yeah. Well, I had like a hundred for fucking fever today, but now I'm gonna be in front of a goddamn lit lamp. I'm gonna be on fire by the end of this. Yeah, even I uh, when I left the doctor's office, when I was driving home. I felt lightheaded. Oh, yours was in a doctor's office. Oh, not doctor's office. Fucking Walgreens. What am I talking about? Yeah. So even then, I felt lightheaded. I still feel lightheaded. Yeah. Hoping that's the worst of it. Well, at least we watched the movie before this happened. Yeah, we watched it yesterday. So today's movie we're talking about is Monster Squad. It's the big come together of the Universal Monsters in the '80s for a film that very much rip, rips off Goonies, but does its own thing in a weird way. And I was looking at stuff about it yesterday, and it was a fucking bomb. <laughs> oh yeah, hundred percent. It didn't make shit for money, and it really sucks because it's so much fun. Oh, I had a blast watching this. I have seen it before. I've gone through a long journey to get this movie on DVD, but this is Mike's first time seeing it. Yeah, I purchased it digitally, like, I think a year ago to watch it. I was going to watch it during our October marathon. Well, I was doing the October marathon. You weren't really doing as much as this past year. Yeah. But um, the uh, I wanted to watch it during that, but I was moving, didn't have access to internet for a while, so I didn't get to stream it. I'm really really happy that we're ending off this series on this because yeah it's not exactly the avengers that no, you'd think better. it would be it's better yeah no uh but it, it's definitely the goonies comparisons are apt like it's definitely goonies material a little bit less or so but um i was actually surprised when i was watching this the credits came up and i found out that shane black co-wrote he wrote it. it yeah it's so fucking weird that he wrote a kids movie essentially yeah <laughs> i mean it, it's it it's a pg movie or whatever from back in the day yeah so it's like it, it's a kids movie the way that Goon- goonies has some screwed up shit in it too so yeah. uh but i was surprised because like when i think of shane black the first thing i think of is like really hard hard movies that are not for kids like last boy scout or freaking um the, well, the predator the new one because well, he, he wrote he did, the first he, did, predator. he didn't uh he was supposed to come in to do rewrites on it and i don't think he actually did them yeah because um, i know that's why he got cast because he wasn't initially going to be in the film but they brought him on to do that and he's like oh you're kind of fucking funny yeah. get in here yeah i don't think he actually wound up doing those rewrites but uh, he, he did a lot of stuff during like the 80s and 90s i think he does well because his character wasn't in the film all of his lines are ad-libbed though yeah, they just stuck him in there. I mean, it works out great. So yeah, but I was I was gonna say one of the lines, and I really can't say it. Yeah, but no. <laughs> there's a lot lines, of lines in this film too, though. There's a lot of things yeah. you can't say. But I was say, speaking of lines, you really can't say. Literally, the first five or ten minutes of the movie, oh had man, gas. I gotta say, I hate bully scenes in a lot of films because they're like so fucking dumb, and you know it doesn't happen. But the bully scene in this movie is so fucking funny. I oh yeah, I love it so much. Like. Word on the street is, why is fat kid so fat, huh? Derek over here, this is why fat kid is so fat. Huh, fat kid, why are you fat? And he's like, my name's Horace. Like, huh, not going to settle it, fat kid. And it's just like, these, so these kids, up. they practice their shtick. They're good at bullying at this point. Like, they're they're <laughs> top quality bullies. I'm so glad that they've, they've maximized out their skill tree for bullying. Yeah. <laughs> you got to be good at something. I guess so. There ain't going to be much Horace. else than that. No, I, I, w- I was surprised. I mean, I shouldn't have been surprised because I texted you literally right after the first 10 minutes of the movie. I said, wow, holy crap. There's a lot of usage of homophobic related things in this. And I'm like, yeah, it's the 80s. It's just like I was it's not expecting weird. it. It's weird because it's, it's, weird cause it's coming beginning. out of kids. It's, it's also weird coming out of kids' mouths. Yeah. I mean, it makes the most sense, though. If someone's going to be a fucking rude or use a homophobic slur it's probably gonna be a kid who doesn't understand the weight of his words yeah but, but speaking speaking of that bullying scene the way that it finishes had me dying yeah i love it it's so good my my favorite critique of the movie though is 
one of the kids who joins up with the Monster Squad is clearly like a 13 to 16 year old named Rudy. And everyone yeah, always asks, like, Rudy. why the fuck does he hang out with them? And it's like, yeah, like, really why? <laughs> but it just, it's just who cares? It's fun. They, they all like monsters. Yeah, sure. So. He likes staring at women. Yeah. That's your I mean... sister? <laughs> That shit made me laugh so hard. That's uh, like this. Is pretty much this whole movie. There's so much of this movie that's just really funny. Yeah, a lot of so, good it's, a lot of it's liners. not. A lot of it hasn't aged particularly well, especially for modern sensibilities. But some of it's still really fucking funny. Like, yeah, I, I love when when they when they grab his sister. The whole the whole fucking blackmailing scene. I'm just like, wow, that's yeah. Ooh, that's that's messed See, up. That's funny because I always remember like like. Mandela effect about how things go in the movie. I thought he ends up with the sister at the end, and it's very clearly not that. <laughs> yeah, there's kind of like a like a shot where they kind of like hint at it, and then they're like, nah. <laughs> so I looked it up though. There's a there was a deleted scene where I think it, it might be in like a TNT like TV show version of the movie when they like upload it or whatever. A TV movie. Yeah. Yeah. So it's supposed to have like them like going for a big hug and she like pushes him off, tells him that he's gross or whatever. Oh, I wish that was in the movie. That's why it, it does mix. I mean, he black yeah, I mean, like, her with it, a new photo got, of her. Like, if he got really together, cool. like yeah, if they got together at the end. I, I honestly would be kind of mad because that like that's really fucked up. It is fucked up. I just really like Rudy so much, and it's he's it's fucked up. But at he's the fuck- same time, you know, he did shoot a fucking snake with a goddamn bow and arrow, which wouldn't happen because the wood's way too heavy. But okay, two of them. Well, he shot one. I thought Except he shot two of them, and then the last shot one. Shot one. The, the other girl got way too close. To fucking. Also, a surprising surprising amount of blood in this movie. Yeah, I um, also really like. I'd say. It sounds weird, but the performance of Frankenstein's monster is better than a lot. Oh, of Tom, Tom Noonan, yeah, he's really good. He's, so he's, good. he's in. I'm surprised by the amount of things that I've seen with him in it, and not known it. He's he's the he plays the uh, the serial killer in uh, Manhunter, the better version of Red Dragon. He's awesome in that. He's also in the movie I was showing you before the show, the Blu-rays I have. Uh, he's also in House of the Devil. Yeah, he's one of the bad guys in House of the Devil. So. He's, he's in a lot of stuff that I've seen beyond it's, that. It's funny. The guy who plays a werewolf, too, is also a werewolf in another film, I believe. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I don't remember the name of it, but it's like a more lesser-known cult film. Yeah, I'm surprised because uh, when the, the the credits were playing, the name Stan Winston came up. Yeah, he does all the designs for it. Yeah, the, it was... The werewolf design face was done over Stan Winston. Like, it's meant to resemble him. I could tell. Yeah. I, that was the first thing I noticed when when he popped on screen. I'm like, that really looks like Stan Winston. That's really weird. The uh, but, creature yeah, cool. design. Um, the guy who plays the creature is one. Of, I believe one of the guys in the makeup department or the suit department. He's like, I want to do. I want to be the guy who plays the creature. And they're like, All right, sure. Why not? Yeah the uh, the the creature himself. Uh, I, I found it funny. He he looks even more like a fish. So he's like a guppy. I wanted to talk about the designs, but we're going to talk about Creature first because we brought it up right now. This is what Creature from the Black Lagoon looks like in the Universal version, right? So they can't call him Creature from the Black Lagoon because it's copyrighted. This movie's not done by Universal, but all these other characters are public domain, so they call him Gilman. There's one line where, you know, the kid loses his Twinkie and the creature pops up and goes, Creature stole my Twinkie. Yeah. (laughs) But he's not called Creature from the Black Lagoon. They can get away with that. But yeah. be a mouthful for a line, anyways, for a kid. Yeah, but it'd be great. But <laughs> this is what he does look like. Yeah. And you know what's funny about this? Wait, wait. Do they have like? Do you have like a line of figures from Monster Squad, and you got the creature for so it? So that's what I'm getting at. They don't have a line of figures from Monster Squad. I got this from Universal. <laughs> what the fuck? And they they clearly use the design from Monster Squad. For this so figure line, it's weird. Because I saw it, I'm like, that's a creature figure, but that's definitely from the Monster Squad movie. So Does the I got Wolfman it. look like the one from from Monster Squad too? I don't know. I just saw this. I was like, that's the only way to get a creature from Monster Squad, so I'll get it. And I just thought it was funny because it says Universal Monsters, and it's like, hey, buddy, you got the wrong guy. That's crazy. The um, I, I guess they're not in trouble for it, but it's clearly the wrong creature. You know, this movie is made by TriStar and also uh, it's owned by uh, Paramount. 
Yeah. Which makes it really, it's really interesting to see that. I mean, they like they can't call. Uh, I mean, they they do call uh, the werewolf Wolfman. No, but you can call. Well, he they talk Dracula's about public the Wolfman. Domain. Yeah, well, I mean, they say Wolfman's got nards. Yeah. So maybe it's different because they don't call him the Wolfman. Yeah, I think I'd probably wager that's probably it. I or mean, maybe it's you... just the fact that like they're just generally saying that statement. And they're not saying this is the Wolfman or something. Yeah. I don't know. But Dracula and Frankenstein and Frankenstein's monster, those are all public, public domain, domain Yeah. Mummy is a mummy. Like, it, it, you can't copyright that. Yeah. Creature, like I said, they they don't say Creature from the Black Lagoon. They just call him Creature one time, and he's billed on the as credits Gilman. as Gilman. Yeah. A lot of loopholes to this shit. I'll say, like, I like all the designs, pretty much. Uh, I like the, all but one. The The most dull one is, is, is Dracula. I, he, he's just more classical, I guess. He's the only design that is based on like the classic, really. Yeah. I don't like the mummy. Not the mummy. I don't like the Wolfman design. I think he looks cheap on screen sometimes, and I think it looks weird compared to some of the other. Some of the effects, like with his mouth moving, are great. But yeah, I the think, animatronic. I think sometimes, like the actual like face sculpt, just does look very cheap. For me, it's not even that it looks cheap. It's just it's distracting how much it looks like Stan Winston to me. I can understand that. So, uh, Mummy looked pretty good. He uh, looks really good. You could say I, he's probably. I think the Gilman's the best design, but the Mummy's got a great design. I liked. I really appreciated the uh, the sequence with the in the car where he uh, they tie his little thing thing his uh thing and shoots an arrow to the tree and it pulls his fucking body apart. The effect that was, looks that was a really, really solid effect, yeah. I was impressed so by that. Generally speaking, I was impressed by the, the effects. There's some stuff like obviously like the um the, the portal the whirlwind thing, yeah. Is gonna look a little dated. It looks dated at the beginning. It's not I'd bad. say it's like after terrible. a bit it you kind of just say whatever. Act, you just acclimate to it. I mean it, it's I it. doubt this movie I mean I could really look it up, but um I, I don't think that this is like a super duper mega budget film. Twelve, so. 12 million. I mean back then that's that's not that's not nothing. But, uh, I mean, if you gave it twelve million then in the A's, it's probably around the price of how much Curse of Frankenstein is. They don't they don't try anything like that though. I think it's funny. I think the square, like the town square, is very reminiscent of Back to the Future too. I was thinking the same exact thing while I was watching. I'm like, this this has to be the same set. It does. It that's that's what I feel like. I'm watching and I'm like, this is just like so reminiscent of Back to the Future in that scene. It has to be, honestly. I when I was looking I at like they both filmed in um California. Oh yeah, I mean they they show like uh when the kids are walking on the street. I swear to God, it's on this like it's in Pasadena. Yeah. Um, because I, I I was getting like um not that the scene itself was, but just visually I was getting Halloween vibes. Like I was I was seeing like I was like oh this looks like somewhere they probably could have shot that or even like Teen Wolf um has similar environments. But yeah, yeah. it's definitely shot in California. I think I, the, the clubhouse is sick too. <laughs> It is cool. If That's I was a it. kid and I had that clubhouse, I'd go fucking bonkers. Bro, I, I was I was just like looking around the the cabin and just picking out things I recognized. It was really fun. It's like the it was a horror poster. it was a horror fan's um delight. The big poster they show is Vampire zombie. Circus. They have zombie too. They do have zombie, Lucio, yeah. Lucio Fulci zombie. I well, was like, Yeah, that's fucking sick. I just thought it was so wild because like when I first watched the movie I'd never seen th- that film. And when I watch it the second time, I'm just in bed at night. I'm like that's va- that's vampire circus. <laughs> I w- I was there. It was um, my reaction to zombie in the background was, wow. I'm just assuming that because that poster's in the background, they probably saw that movie. Got some bad parents, okay? <laughs> but uh, Dude, zombies, zombies, fucked. Like zombies, really fucked yeah. for a kid to watch. Uh, even for me. A grown ass man. That movie made me fucking scream once. And people who've seen Lucio Fulci's zombies know exactly what scene I'm talking about. The splinter scene. Uh but you know, the I, I really like the family character in general, like both like the mom and dad. They're very real. I, I really just wish and this is kind of indicative of the rest of the movie. I wish this movie was a was a bit longer. Yeah. Just so just so we can get a little bit more time with the family, because they really do like build up this idea like there's a problem at home because his dad's a a police officer and he's always going off to do his thing i just wish we had a little bit more time i'd be lying though if if the end didn't get me though so i was i was i was kind of swept up in the heart of the moment at the end so 
I really Either way, appreciate it out. the dad's relationship with the son because I feel like most of the time in movies that stuff really does become boring or just lackluster. Yeah. But you you really love how much you know how much he cares about his kids. Like, yeah. It's so prominent. He's such a he's a good dad. I just like the like the scene where it cuts to him coming out on the roof with the Burger King. That's awesome. And, and they're watching the horror movie and they're like, she's like, "Yo, this is the best part," and someone fucking dies. Yeah. He takes a sip of his son's soda too, which is so funny. He gives him yeah, a burger with it, with his fucking the binoculars on. They're watching the drive in from their house. I wish I had a drive in that close to my fucking house. I, I I like their their little dynamic again. Like I just wish we had more time with it. I think I like all the characters. I think all the dynamics are great. I would. I don't think the Eugene kid, the Eugene kid, acts like he doesn't add a whole lot to the film. He's just there for like comedic scenes most of the time, like "Mummy in My Closet" or like "Creature yeah. Stole My Twinkie." I like his yeah. dog more than him, but most of the time... I agree. Like, he, uh, he's he's kind of just there sometimes. He fucking... They have the scene where he's going to sleep, and then in two scenes, he's in the clubhouse like, how the fuck did you sneak out? Like, this is clearly supposed to be at nighttime, and you were just put to bed, and you're fucking five. Also, you're five. Why are you in a monster club, dude? It's the 80s. This is weird. <laughs> they want a little kid. Which one to use, Eugene? <laughs> That shit was funny. I was sitting there thinking to myself, I'm like, I, I mean, it's 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 a ridiculous movie. It's oh, it's just, it's 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 not something to be like dissected and taken seriously. Yeah, you have to 100. I, I was sitting there, sitting there looking at me like, the, the army showed up. Yeah, I love that for some dumbass kids crayon note. Yeah, saying there's monsters, bro. Really? I I, I mean, it's cool that. at the end when when you know they get to come up and be like, yeah, we're the monster squad. Be like, fuck yeah, bro. But why the fuck did the military show up? They must have really just nothing to do. Yeah. They were just bored, so they just showed up. I, I think that's one thing that you have to say about the movie in general is that it's fucking dumb. Like, things happen in... That don't you, make sense. You don't get explanations. It doesn't make sense. And you're like, okay, I guess I'm just rolling with it. But the movie's just supposed to be stupid and, and fun. And if you just kind of go with that, you're going to have a great time. If yeah. you sit there and you're like, oh, well... Why does this happen and this happen? It's like, hey, I know I do that with some movies, but that's because they're trying to be more, so it pisses me off. Yeah. But this is not trying to be more. You have Dracula holding up a four-year-old saying, you bitch, so if I'm going to get that in a movie, I know what to expect. That, that and Dracula running around with dynamite. That's fucking hilarious. I love that so much. Hey, he's he's so threatened dude, by the monster squad that he fucking bomber after class. bomber. He just how, he bom- how funny he, is that though? Like he rolls up to their house and just bombs their clubhouse. Like it's like, oh, what are vampires known for? Uh, they 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 bite things. They can turn into vampires. It's like, well, what's this monster's main weapon? Dynamite. Just yeah. fucking dynamite. Like I love the fact he comes in like a fucking like a drive by. He's like. Yeah, dude, fuck this kid. He fucking just launches it into his house. Or the, not the house. He launches it into the fucking clubhouse. Or like how he picks up the fucking little girl and holds her up and says, give me the amulet. When he could just like yeah, take it from the fucking child that couldn't fight back. There's another funny thing I, I saw when I was looking it up is that the guy who plays Dracula said that he wouldn't wear the red contacts and fangs during that scene because he didn't want to scare the little girl too much because she hated it. Aww. I was like, that's really nice. I like Sweet that. Sweet guy. Yeah, you know, like this is this isn't some kind of fucking meditation on the human condition. This is the movie's called fucking Monster Squad, my guy. Like it's it's not it ain't Shakespeare. No. It, it's it's there to be an entertaining adventure film, and well, it is exactly that. You do get a Shakespearean death in the end. <laughs> yeah. My girlfriend cried when that happened. Oh yeah. She like really liked the character. She goes, No and I'm like, Oh, you know, it's fucking it's a giant monster. They do yeah. him really. I think they do the Frankenstein's monster so well in this movie, though. Yeah, I mean, like he. Scary. They're not dead, because I mean, like, hey, Van Helsing came back and fucking snagged. Put the thumbs up, Dracula. too. Dracula. He gave him a thumbs up. I'm like, what the fuck era are you from? You know, one thing. <laughs> one thing my girlfriend asked is that it <laughs> happened. She goes, "What the fuck?" And I'm like, "What's up?" She's like, "How did Dracula learn to drive a car?" And I was like. You know what? You're right. <laughs> well, they de- they they demonstrate demonstrate that he's been around still since all that stuff went down. So it's it's not exactly that. I, I said that, that, hard that too, to and she's like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna assume that." I'm like, "You just gotta yeah. assume everything in this movie at this point." It's, like, yeah, suspension of disbelief, I guess. I don't know. I also how, really... well, how how why is this hearse drive through things? Why is it 
non-corporeal sometimes. Badass. Who fucking cares? <laughs> I, I also hate the only, like, supporting character that dies is the black lieutenant. Yeah, and also, like, the cop, great. his partner, the dad, doesn't seem that broken up about it. Yeah. Really I sad, because I, I like him the, a lot, he's, too. He's really funny. Yeah, he's like, you know what? Because I'm, I'm a really good cop. <laughs> I'm just I'm like, a really you know, good cop, did you know? know? He is a really good cop, you know? I, I like You know, I know that. I'm a really good cop. I'm like, well, I'm not going to disagree with the man. I'll get arrested. Bl- blows up car. You were a really good cop. Yeah. I, I like that character a lot. I, I wish he either didn't die or at least the the dad like seemed to care. Yeah. I wish he didn't die because it doesn't gain anything. To be fair, he's more focused on saving his children. But Yeah. I just really like him. Yeah, he's entertaining as hell. Yeah. The whole, like, him talking to the the security yeah, guard at the yeah. fucking museum, dude. <laughs> You're telling me someone came in here and stole that mummy? No, I would have seen him. You would have seen, seen him. <laughs> you told me, I would have heard him. You would have heard him. Oh, okay. So funny. <laughs> I, obviously, as you can tell in this review, we're not going to be focusing on, like, oh, the beginning, no. middle, end. We're just going to be jumping from shit to shit because it's just so much it, it's, a, it's an hour and 20 minutes. Also, I have film. brain rot right now, so, like, I can't yeah. comprehend anything that... It's supposed to function. Also, I'm having a fucking, like, heat tremor because it's so hot to myself. Yeah. I mean, like, there's really not, like, anything to really delve into with this movie. It's just fun. Like, there's nothing, like, I, I can't sit here and make any kind of fucking, I can't max, I can't wax Ooh, metaphorical about this movie. There, like, there's... There is one scene that's pretty deep that I think is really well done is when they have the German guy who's supposed, he, he's clearly supposed oh, to be Nosferatu. I, I know what you're talking about. He, he's supposed to be, like, Max Shrek. Because yeah. he looks like him. Talks about vampires. But he goes, hey, man, like, hey, old man, you certainly know a lot about monsters. And he goes, I suppose I do. And he shuts the door and he has the, the numbers of, like, oh, Nazi like, internment like, camps. Yeah, that that moment, like, had me, I actually gasped. That was, that's really fucking well done. I was like, wow. Also, I love that character. He's great. He's such a sweet old man. I love how he actually says Nosferatu on the screen, too. Yeah, he... Uh, <laughs> I thought it like he's scary. He's scary German guy. They're all scared to go to his house. He's poking his head. Out. He's looking through the window. I love um, that. Also, love maybe did I did I miss it? How why the fuck did the kid get Van Helsing's book? Who sent it to him? Like, oh, he, he didn't get sent it. the The dad found it. Oh, okay, because he's like I was gonna a say, cop, and I guess you can just give evidence to your son. Apparently. You know, I, I was I was sitting early. I'm like, why did he get well, it? And also, my how, big does, question, how does Dracula know? Like, he my got big it? question is that it's like, oh, this book's in German. I'm like, you're telling me that this event either happened in Germany or I would presume Romania, but this shit is buried in California, and everything's taking place in California. Why is it all in California? No, because they fly they fly the caskets and everything in. They fly the caskets, but not the amulet. Yeah, no, I don't know what's up with that part. I, yeah, you you really have to just say like, all right, man. I guess somebody just took the amulet and fucking hit it in California. Yeah, I don't remember. And then them they explaining fucking that. threw the book somewhere in, in California. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember how they explained that they if they did it all. So they don't. It's just, it's just in California for some reason. Yeah. Fuck it. Why not? I'm right, fun. Also, it happened a hundred years ago. It's like you're telling me in 1884 this shit happened. I mean, hey, that that explains why they're running around with double barrel shotguns. Well, yeah, but they they've also got like the fucking crossbow with the the stake, and it's like you don't have that in 1884, man. Also, you can't. To be fair, to be fair though, what, what else are they going to use modern society wise? Like, it's not like we have guns that fire wooden bullets. No, no, I, I understand so, that, but like sometimes an oldie's a good. I, I would say. You know, a crossbow, I'm willing to believe, because, like, the kid does it with an actual bow. You're not doing that. The stake is way too fucking heavy. And it's not... You know. It, it's not fucking going to work at all. But also, it wouldn't puncture at all. But it's a sick scene. Yeah, it is a sick scene. But with them, it's like, it's 1884, and we've got crossbows. It's like, um, you have crossbows? And also, they don't say it's 1884 when you first get into the movie. I'm like, I'm assuming it's the 1400s, and I'm like... Where the fuck do you guys get that? Well, when, you when fucking they... Booster Gold hopping with his time machine and drop you off a fucking crossbow stake? I mean, they've had crossbows for a long time. Yeah, but that's like a high-tech crossbow with the way it looks. It's not just like a fucking, like, 
Oh, it's a wooden shit crossbow. Well, it, didn't look that, it didn't look that sophisticated to me. I think it looks more sophisticated than you get in 1884. I don't know. I don't know what they looked like back then. I, I'll say, like, I, I definitely knew it wasn't the 1400s when the guy rolled up with a fucking double barrel shotgun. Yeah. So, I was like, yeah, that they did. Those definitely didn't exist. Also, they just no. fucking yeet the virgin girl, too. They don't care. She's like, read the book. I read it. All right, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> I saw, I saw, Poor so, fucking girl, man. Speak, speaking of the fucking virgin girl, that, that at the end was really funny. I love that scene. When she when he's like, he's Steve like. Steve doesn't count. Doesn't count. Doesn't count. <laughs> it's just like, like, you get to like this world ending apocalyptic thing. And she's just like, she's like, ah, right, it didn't work. He's like, I thought you were a virgin. Well, let me explain. <laughs> so you have the kid do it. Yeah. I also love it. Like, I think they had they asked the question. They're like, oh, she's a virgin, right? I'm like, I love how they I say things. I fucking hope so. Like, I love how they say about, like, um, he's asking his sister if she's a virgin. And it's just, like, the most, like, oh, my God. Really? The... <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, we get it. I mean, but, I don't I don't. Then Rudy goes, him. have you ever been dorked before? It's like. What are you fucking? What are you ten? I was screaming when that happened. My inner child came out. I was just, I was just like, that's the first time I've ever heard it asked that way. Yeah, it's like who the fuck would say that? You've been dorked before. Apparently, Rudy. Um, you know, like I, I mean, I could relate to that kid. I wouldn't want to fucking ask my sister that kind of question at that yeah, age. I just especially. the way he says it is just like because at, at that age, he's probably still think girls have cooties. So it's just like I don't know. I don't even want to think about beyond that. I also like a, that kid so. in the beginning is talking about how. All the guys make fun of the teacher saying that she has a misshapen head. He's like, I don't think that at all, but she is quite weird. <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah, you're not. And then they bump, kid. they bump into her the next second. Yeah. It's like, yeah, she looks fucking weird. <laughs> you're saying someone kisses her willingly? <laughs> She's married. Yeah. Wait, you tell me that someone said I do to that? At an altar? Without their restraint? <laughs> It's like, oh my god, man. He's so fucking, fucking mean. He's ruthless. <laughs> so savage. These kids, man. Because I, I, I started watching... Um, you, you know, that... I used to be a kid, too, and I thought monsters were cool. But you know what? Maybe I'm just a big kid because I think science is cool. Oh, my God. That fucking principal, dude. <laughs> talk about talk about the definition of hello, fellow kids. Yeah. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> I do, I do got to say, like, some of the, some of the responses that, that those two kids were saying in that scene were pretty fucking funny. Yeah. Oh, my God. I like them. Uh I I like all the fucking kids. Even the, like I said, the bully characters—they're just so funny. Like, yeah. I have not heard a bully retort that is actually clever in so long. At at the end, when fucking Horace shoots the Gill Man, <laughs> yeah, and they're like, "Good job, fat kid. My name, name is, is Horace." <laughs> I'm just like, okay, Arnie, let's go. I love the fact too that the kids ripped up his comic book, but they're hiding out in a comic store. It's like a little, it's like a little, little uh, in joke. They ripped up the comic. The comic they ripped up was a Wonder Woman comic mm-hmm. by George Perez. I was um looking forward to watching this because I started watching the uh, in In Search of Darkness documentary, or yeah, In Search of Darkness. And one of like the main uh, people that they interviewed for that documentary is the guy who plays the lead in this movie. Oh, who's play Sean? Yeah, the, the lead, the lead uh, kid. kid. Yeah. yeah, it's him. He's one of the one of the like main people in it. Like he he's always in the interviews. I saw him I'm like, oh yeah. So that's who, that's who he plays in in this movie. I don't even know. I don't know who's alive from this movie anymore. But fat kid died in 1997. Oh, he had okay. um, pneumonia. Oh, I love Horace. It's all fucked up too, because even his friends call him fat kid. <laughs> yep, <laughs> I love it. Shut up, fat kid. <laughs> Stop. My name's Horace. <laughs> they're in they're in the fucking thing and they're like fat kid farted <laughs> guys this is serious we got real monsters in here mommy in my closet also i like that scene when the dad comes in to like scare the monsters away yeah he opens the door he goes ah, ah and the mommy's just sitting in the background <laughs> yeah i also love he's like you're not sleeping with me and your mother tonight and the mommy's like reaching out and the kid's just like that's such oh. a good shot too though like the way it's lit, the mummy looks so fucking scary. Yeah, it's it's awesome. I actually like the beginning of this movie, like the opening credits going through like that the castle or whatever. Really like genuinely good ambiance, like good fucking gothic y kind of 
visuals. I was actually kind of like impressed. I'm like, oh man, they actually kind of went for it here. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, like I wouldn't call this movie scary. Like, this this is not. Like, I wouldn't call this a horror movie. No, it's, it's more. It feels a lot more like a kind of like a, a like a stand like adventure action movie kind of, especially in the finale. But it being all these monsters, it's like you got to include it. Yeah. But uh, you know, I, mean, I love I I love that finale actually because they they brought something interesting up. With that I feel like stuff? the Wolf Man, where they blow him up and he comes back together. Yeah, I, kn- I, was, I, also, I knew you were gonna I want, like that because that's like one of the big jokes in the movie. The one, the one thing I have that I, I was laughing at the beginning when he's like, when he's like, "How do you kill? A were- What's two ways to kill a werewolf or whatever?" He's like, "Silver bullet." What's the other way? Blow him up. Uh-uh. <laughs> then they blow him up. Yeah. But uh, I, I was laughing because it's like, no, silver bullet's the only way, uh, or at least Just most silver. interpretations. Silver in general. So yeah, silver. Well, people think it's a silver bullet, but yeah, yeah. Uh, silver in general. That's pretty much what people think of. There's also like Wolfsbane and stuff like that, and other yeah. other versions of of Wolfman stuff. But I just like I thought that was really funny, especially when you get to the end, because you know, like they make a big deal out of showing Rudy casting silver bullets in shop class. Yeah, that's my I'm thing. Like, I'm, like, I'm like, I'm like, you're yeah, telling me that they have are bullet pretty bullets? fucking lenient if he just has like cast for bullets like they does his dad run an or... ammunition shop like I, I i have to assume or something i'm so confused i'm like how the fuck did he get but that's not even the worst part to me i was watching that and like this is whatever it's suspension of disbelief it's just whatever but not only does he cast a bullet but he gets his hands on a shell casing for that caliber and gunpowder to make a full bullet in case so that it could be fired and then just he happened to make it in the right caliber for the revolver. <laughs> See, I, I I'd say it'd be it's fine. Stupid. If, it'd be fine if they're just like, oh yeah, man. Like, say he had a gun that he took from his dad or something. Yeah, it made but, more sense. But he didn't. He stole it from a cop. Yeah. It's like okay, you're lucky, I guess. And if they wanted to make it make a little bit more sense, instead of using a bullet, they should have made a silver tipped arrow. Yeah. Because they make a big deal out of showing Rudy stealing the bow and arrow. But I think then you gotta figure out how out he how he casts it and all that stuff. But when when they they made like a, a point of saying silver bullet early on for setup and payoff, but it's just like from A to B, I have questions as to how he acquired what he acquired. Like if they set up and said, "Hey, my dad runs an ammunition shop," or "My dad reloads his own bullets," or something, whatever, fine, I got it, that's fine, that works for me. But they I, don't; he just has one. I would love if they did, like, a new version of Monster Squad where they went, like, crazy with, like, the fucking ideas and they had, like, a real fucking, like, buff-ass guy where he fights a wolfman with just silver knuckles instead of, like, brass knuckles and it's, like, a fucking all-out, like, fast, like... Dude, that'd be fucking so cool. Like, they fall off, like, a, a fucking, like... Do glass and a ceiling, and they end up in a boxing ring, and he just puts on like the silver. And, like, come on, that'd be fucking. Give, fire. give me, give me a modern Monster Squad, but with like teenagers to adults. Hard R. It'd be so fucking sick, dude. Bloody gory fucking guy beating a, a werewolf to a bloody pulp in or out like of a, a fighting ring. I don't care. I want a but... guy who looks like fucking like the mayor from like fucking Capcom's Final Fight. Where he's just like super fucking top heavy and has a mustache. He yeah. looks like your old like nineteen ten like strong man. That'd be so fucking. Why don't we have that right now? See, that's the thing. Sick. Like Monster Squad's such a cool idea. You'd think they'd do something like that again. Obviously, it failed. But, but, but this failed so miserably. But it's such a cool idea, but, and you could easily do it. If they did, the, if they did that movie, I mean, it wouldn't be the same. But like, it did this movie like 10, 15 years earlier. They would have had a higher chance of it doing well. It just sucks because the eighties they weren't really I mean, dealing with that kind of stuff. I could say they did it anymore. with Van Helsing, really. Yeah, later on. Yeah, but I mean, like, like if you really wanted to make one of these smash, I mean, like, yeah, Van Helsing did well, but um, you really want to make the smash if it was out during like the the, the Hammer days, like the sixties or something, fifties, sixties, probably would have done really well. Well, it wouldn't be the same movie at all. This isn't the first time any but... of them have met or anything. Because no, they've, of course, they've had um, House of Dracula and House of Frankenstein. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think either are very good films. To be honest, though, they they feel very much like, let's get this in here, this in here. Okay, we have this plot with Dracula. We're gonna end this and then go with the Frankenstein stuff. Okay, that's gonna continue into this. It feels like each character has their arc finished by like twenty minutes, and they go to the next character. And it almost feels like a TV show versus like a movie with the way it's structured. It's weird. I just enjoy how fun Monster Squad is, and I think 
that should be the way to formulate something and just continue it on. Like, imagine you did something like this, but you ramped up, like, the fucking action factor, but you also had, like, heart and endearment, kind of like if it was, like, it or whatever. Like, it'd yeah, be fun. You should do is... stuff like that. Don't and make like it the... like Van Helsing and have fucking two giant CG werewolves or anything, but... Yeah, this this is, like, one, like if I want to, like... If I'm talking to somebody about the, the era of the 80s, I'm going to point at this. Yeah. Because, like, this is super 80s, and I love it for it. The the cheese factor, the the fun, like, the group of kids with a lot of heart trying to do something that the adults don't believe is going to, don't believe exists or whatever, trying to stop things that adults don't believe exist. It's just super fun. It's really entertaining. It's well-directed for the most part. It's It's well acted all the kids are really good even if like you could probably rip eugene out yeah I don't like they're all good much I, I i love i love this fucking movie this thing was entertaining as shit i can totally see myself throwing this on again this year yes when i'm like carving pumpkins in october i can 100 percent see myself doing that because it's not a movie that like you have to pay a lot of attention to but it's got a spooky kind of even if it's a little bit it's more a childish, great ambiance film yeah it sets a good mood of having fun and enjoying the festivities. Yeah. I love this movie. If it's not a horror film, it definitely feels spooky at times. Yeah, if it's not a horror film, it definitely feels like it's still being respectful of horror films in general and using those films to set its mood. Yeah, it feels more like an action celebration Yeah, of the monster era of movies. And it's, it's just super entertaining, man. Like, it's just... Everything is so much fun. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I could pick out, like, we nitpicked earlier a lot about certain things, like, this don't make sense. Yeah. But, like, at the end of the day, though, like, this movie's just trying to entertain you, and honestly, it just succeeds at that. Yeah, and, like, I say, like, I don't think Eugene's character has a whole lot besides one-liners, but I don't think he's bad. I don't think, I, I don't dis, I don't love him, but compared to the other characters, he's just not as interesting, because he's not really a character. He's just like, let me in the closet. Which is fine, but I rather like Twinkie. I'd rather say like some shit doesn't make sense in a movie than saying I don't like this character in a movie. I don't like this happening in a movie. I don't like this plot in the movie. I don't like this side story. Like everything in the film is fun. I can't even say a single scene I dislike. I'm having fun the entire film. So if I'm having fun, I I don't care if it's stupid because it's stupid fun. I can't think of a moment where I was bored either. Like I was just entertained consistently. And like, yeah, I wish this was a bit longer. Yeah. But man, this movie has a fucking good pace to it. It just it just keeps moving and keeps going to next awesome gags or next really fun action scene action scene. Like it's just a really, really entertaining movie that like you just the the type of adventure film that they just don't make anymore just because they don't do very well. So like this this like not exactly, but like I put this like in a situation where like the sense of adventure is like Indiana Jones or the Goonies or, you know, movies like that. Whereas like, obviously not the same level of quality of filmmaking, but it's really, this is a movie that's all about entertaining you. It's all about the entertainment and it's all about the heart of the characters. Yeah. I'd say the closest thing you do get to a film like this nowadays was the first it. Yeah. And and like, that's still a lot more dedicated to a story, but that's the closest thing I can think of to having characters have a fun, adventurous time, but also being scared and trying to evolve. I think this also reminds me, oh, doesn't remind me of, this, uh, the, the um, summer of 84. Oh, yeah, I didn't see that, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it reminds, like, this. it's totally, like, this, it's, like, riffing on this, The Goonies, and the most recent It movie, probably. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think they might have came out the same year, I can't remember. But uh, there, there are that, or actually, I should say, riffing on Stranger Things, which is another thing that I would kind of say. Yeah, even my limited kind of watch about of Stranger Things. Yeah, every like even my limited, I've only seen the first episode of Stranger Things, but even then, I can still see the uh, the similarities between you know something like this and what they're like. They're totally trying to nail down in Stranger Things and the newest It iteration, crossing like Goonies and horror. And that's kind of just what this is. It is Goonies and horror. Yeah, I, I thought this is this is just a blast. I like this kind of movie. So like, I liked uh, Summer of '84 too. It's it's a different movie. It's more like Disturbia meets Goonies, mm-hmm. uh, but or I should say, I guess Rear Window. 
it meets the Goonies because it's kind of Disturbia is just kind of a worse version of Rear, Rear Window. But uh, I love Rear yeah. Window. Yeah, no, well, Disturbia is just like a PG-13 serial killer thriller with teenagers. That's pretty much Rear Window. Yeah, okay. But yeah, like in a summary for similar to that, but better. But um, you know, this I, I definitely see where like Stranger Things definitely took a lot from this in movies like yeah. this. Oh, for sure, for sure. I, I that's just kind of forget about Stranger Things because I've only seen the first season and like part of the second. Yeah, I'm just I just kind of dropped off. But no, Stranger Things 100 percent rips on this, especially with the way a lot of characters interact together. They have, they have similar archetypes. Yeah. Oh, for sure. All, I mean, all of these I mean, do though. The, all of them do. The character Mike, who is played by Finn Wolfhard, is very much like Sean. He's yeah, very I mean, like, headstrong, boisterous. No. Yeah, I mean, like it, it's also still obviously steered a lot from the Goonies. Cause, like the Goonies has all the same archetypes as does. I haven't same. seen Goonies in so long. Yeah, like, Goonies, uh, like uh, uh, Stranger Things, has all the same archetypes as Goonies, pretty much. It, it's a, I don't know what you call this kind of movie. Like it's like kids adventure. I, I guess most call, most like, people a kid is, exploration film. Yeah. Yeah, most most people associate this type of movie with the Goonies. I, I so, just so like most people idea. just say it's Goonies. I compare the way characters in Monster Squad, Goonies, Stranger Things, the way they go out on an adventure, it feels like, to me, like Peter Pan and the Lost Boys. Like, it's just the Lost Boys getting up to hijinks and having fun and and just finding the next journey. And I really wish we had more films like this because it's just so much fun. Yeah, I mean, I guess guess this is just generally the the definition of an adventure film. And it's distilled to its, its smallest parts, especially just because, like, it really appeals to that childlike sensibility that you have or even preteen teenagers that sense of just like you can do whatever you want you have all the time in the world you guys are just hanging out doing dumb shit you know a lot of people a lot of kids you know i i dreamed as a kid that i would i would run into a situation like this where it's just like me and my buddies doing something crazy that like adults would never understand yeah but like it's not real but it's it's definitely a relatable film it kind of again like i think i said earlier like it really touched the inner child in me yeah, I was glad I got to watch it probably, like, end of high school. I would have loved to see this when I was younger. It would have I been agree. so fucking special to me. I think I, because, like, I, I watched uh, The Goonies for the first time when I was, like, 12. I watched that... Goonies young. I watched Goonies when I was, like, 7 or 8. Yeah, like I didn't, I, to me. I, yeah, I didn't watch it that young. My, like, my, my family was not, like, they're very unlike me because, I, I like, I watch movies all the time. I just love watching movies. But, like, my dad was not a big movie person. <laughs> My uh, my uncle likes to show a bunch of classics that he loved growing up. So he, like I said, yeah. he always like be like, "Oh, you should check out this film." And I'd be like, "Yo, dude, leave me the fuck alone." And then he puts it on. I'm like, "Well, you've won again. The Goonies is one of them. It's like one of the first ones he ever showed me." Yeah, this is definitely not. The Goonies is definitely not something I was ever shown. I wish that because I watched Goonies in school. That's kind of cool. We watched it. I think on the last day of school, in eighth grade, for some reason, I don't know why. It was like that in Avatar. But um, yeah, I remember they put Avatar on the last day of school. Yeah, Fuck like Avatar. That. Avatar was gonna make kids it was watch freshly out. Avatar. It's like, oh, this is the film that I was. It's like, I'm. First of all, your TV is 13 inches long. I can't fucking see anything on it. Class. It's from 1983, yeah. so whatever the fuck I can see looks distorted. Yeah. So it's like, oh, we're it's gonna not, watch. It's supposed to be widescreen, so it's cut off because it's a full screen picture. Yeah, we're gonna watch Avatar in the corner of the room on this television. Like, who the fuck's gonna do that? And if you're in like the opposite corner in the back, you're gonna have to break your fucking neck to watch Avatar. Yeah, it was Thanks. broadcasted across the school, and we we were all doing it a lot for some fucking. That's reason. so fucking dumb. Well, it's, it's like it had just come out. What an easy way to make so. kids hate a movie. <laughs> What an yeah, I did, I, after way. we after we watched that, I like I I haven't seen Avatar possibly since then. I, that put such a bad taste. And I in own my it. Mouth. <laughs> I and own it's the like, movie. Oh yeah, it. we're all gonna watch so. and like, wow! I never want to see this again now because that was fucking shit. Yeah. And like compare like, I think it was it was middle school eighth grade. They had the fifties day where we all went to the auditorium and watched Grease. I don't know if you. I don't know if you partook, or you partook in it. It happened though. It was. Oh, no, yeah. I wish. Yeah, because when our school, fucking middle school, eighth grade, it's like eighties day. You you could dress as a greaser or soch or whatever. Because I, I remember. I see. I remember that. I don't remember ever. Yeah, I, I ever so, got to go to see the movie. So, 
I don't know if it was the same date, but it was there. We all could, people could willingly, if they wanted to, or just not go to watch Grease in the auditorium. You do that, I'm going to have a good fucking time because the auditorium's huge, and I'm not breaking my goddamn neck to watch goddamn James Cameron fucking have blue feet, like, feet fuckers over there. No thanks. Like I, I can't believe that I wouldn't have chosen to go see it. So I don't know. You know, sick. Maybe I was an asshole and probably had detention or something. It's always possible. My yeah, teacher probably was like, "Hey, fuck you! You're not going to see the movie. You're a dickhead. So you're gonna sit at your desk with your head down." I think it'd be cool if they played a movie like Monster Squad or something for yeah, for like uh, like hey, we're gonna do this or something. See, I, I definitely don't see. I wouldn't see schools doing it purely because of um, at least around that age. Like, there's a surprising level of violence in this. It's not like it's super duper crazy graphic or anything. But schools are fucking pussies about that, so it's right. more so just like demonstrated by other like by the movies that people they chose to show us. Often, they wouldn't show us something like this because like they would do they wouldn't show it to us purely because of the scene that the world gets blown up in. There was the in high school because the aftermath is bloody. There's blood. You can see some gore and stuff like in that. In high school, I've mentioned stuff, before so. how you know my English class would put on like Mary Shelley's Frankenstein or something for a class project. Yeah. Or my science teacher for my senior year for chemistry would just put on film sometimes. And I'm like, hey, dude, I know this has fucking nothing to do with chemistry. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you know, it's a it's good grade if you pay attention. I'm like, hey, dude, I'm going to pay attention because I like watching movies. But like, did I, I get a B on my quiz or like what? Like, <laughs> Yeah, I I watched some of like the some of like the like really like great films because a teacher decided they didn't feel like teaching that day. Yeah. Straight up. Because, like, um, in chemistry or biology, maybe. I can't remember which one. We watched Gattaca. Awesome fucking movie. We watched I mean, We watched episodes of Supernatural. Oh, we fuck. watched... But, like, in, 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 you in history class... You just a memory in my head I forgot about, actually. Is yeah. One time in biology was my junior year. For a film they put on was the... It's that fucking one with Uma Thurman about, like, um, genes or whatever and, like, genetics. I, I forget what it's called. And I at least said, hey, dude, fuck this. I don't like Uma Thurman. I stopped watching it. Gattaca? Is it Gattaca? I think it's Ethan Hawke's in it. I think you're right. Gattaca. Yeah, I, I didn't watch it. I don't like Uma you Thurman. Should, I know you don't like Uma Thurman, but you should rewatch that because movie's, that movie's awesome. Oh, uh, yeah, no, fuck But Thanks. Um, History class, my history teacher just for freshman year just decided I didn't feel like teaching that day. So we watched things like Kingdom of Heaven and we watched like Troy and Gladiator. All these things that had nothing to fucking do with I what watched, we were doing. I started watching Troy this last year with my brother. I don't remember it. We were, honestly. We were, um, we were at Connor's and we were just hanging out, working out, but Connor wasn't there. So we're like, well, why don't we order wings and watch a movie? And we, we both like, you want to watch Troy? And I was like, I was thinking the same thing. So as we were waiting for the wings to come, we watched Troy. And as the wings came, we ate it all. We're like, huh. Well, we got nothing else to do. So we stopped watching it. We haven't finished it since. We only got like 30, 40 minutes into it. I'll blame you, honestly. It's so I, 2000s. I just remember it being very dull. And it's not very accurate. Well, you, it can't be accurate, though. I know. That's why I'm like. Fucking Achilles is the main character, and he's hardly in yeah. the book. Yeah, so I'm saying accurate. Yeah, um, it's not an adaptation of the story very well, but um, it's that I would that's say a it's weird, it's a weird to fucking, adaptate well though. That's a weird fucking movie, just because. Oh, they've they've made good adaptations of those before. Of Iliad though. Yeah, I don't um, understand how you can make a good adaptation of a movie of Iliad. But uh, I remember distinctly in my head the adaptation of. The Odyssey, that's really good. Too. Odyssey is easier, but you have two main no, characters course. that stick through, like have a through line that's constantly focused on. Yeah. The Iliad breaks to different characters, and Achilles doesn't come back to like the last five chapters. I feel like so, the Iliad would be like, you should make a sh- like a. Mini it, it would work as a small show, like a, like a ten episode show, <laughs> because you yeah. could start like Game of Thrones and focus on individual characters. Yeah. But Iliad doesn't function as a movie. I feel it's it's too complicated of a story. Not a, definitely not a two hour film. Too too short, um, no. you know. I just remember that movie being very dull. Scott also, Eric very Banner. very 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 CG heavy. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I love Eric Bana. I, it's just funny because he doesn't fucking do anything. Everybody you, in that movie is so. Oh, this is so popular in the two thousands. Orlando Bloom is Paris. Uh, fucking goddamn 
Boromir is playing uh, Odysseus. Sean Sean, yeah, Sean Bean's playing yeah. Odysseus. That's good casting, though. No, it is. I, uh, a lot of these actors are great actors, except for Elena Bloom. But, <laughs> like, it's just a very 2000s cast. Like, yeah, if I said, it, oh, Angelina Jolie was paying this character, you'd be like, yep, that's 2004, or whatever. Yep. It's just funny. Or also known as fucking Beowulf, when she shows up CGI fucking Angelina Jolie. Yeah. At that that's point, a weird she, fucking her career was kind of dwindling down, too. That's a weird. That's a weird fucking way to do that movie. That CGI it's like li- this so like bad. lifelike CGI or whatever the motion capture CGI that just wasn't ready yet. But yeah, no. yeah, I like Monster Squad a lot though. I wish they showed. I wish they showed this movie. Like I wish I saw this movie as a kid. I really did. Yeah, I, I mean it doesn't matter either way because I still loved it. It's not like yeah, it's it's not like it just you know it would have a big impact if you were younger watching it. Yeah, like. I would look at this the same fondness as I do like Karate Kid if I saw it when I was young, because that's yeah. an '80s film I watched when I was younger and I felt like, wow, that really fucking speaks to me. I love this movie. If I had watched Monster Squad when I was ten, I'd be like, fuck, man, that's awesome. That's just me. I mean, I, I wouldn't have seen Vampire Circus then, but <laughs> you know, I definitely wouldn't recognize the zombie poster. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. I, I shouldn't. If I did, that'd be a problem. Although I'd, I'd be surprised if I didn't pass the VHS for something like Zombie in, in in Age of Video back in the day. I didn't. I'm not gonna lie. When it came to Age of Video, I rented like the same four things over and over again. I remember. I remember the day that I went into Age of Video and rented this uh, Super Mario Brothers movie. I used to rent the the five part Green with Evil that. from Power Rangers religiously. I'd go from each part and I'd rent it over and over and over again. I bet. And then if I didn't, they didn't have that. I'd watch. Uh, I literally rent Batman Forever and Batman and Robin like religiously. Shut up, bitch. No. <laughs> I like Batman Forever. I'll tell you that much. When's the last time you saw Batman and Robin? Probably a couple of years ago. You might. I think you should rewatch it. I think it's a lot more fun. People give a shit for. Like it being a bad movie or not, like it is just fucking fun. I don't understand like the dislike for it. It's I don't like, know. I, I feel like it's one of those things where like. As goofy and stupid as Forever was, it has a little bit of substance to it. Whereas, like, there's none for Batman and Robin, from what I remember. I don't agree. There's a lot. I think there's a lot of. It's way more goofy, so it makes it more enjoyable. But there's also stuff with Alfred in it that's really good. It's just a two-hour toy commercial. I still think there's a lot of fun to it, though. Like the movie's just trying to be fun. I mean, hey, what the fuck's Power Rangers? Yeah, I mean, I I look at it in the same vein where it's like it's just flashy bullshit thrown together, but like. If you're having fun and you just don't care, like, who gives a shit? I remember distinctly being very irritated by, like, the visual design of that movie. I like some of the visual distinctions in the film, especially during, uh, some of the layers are cool, but I like the Gotham at night a lot. Yeah, I, one thing Most I'll say, it's I, just I, in the dark shit, but I just think it looks cool. I really like the, um, their, like, rescore, like, the, the new, like, the new score that for the Schumacher movies. Yeah. For ba- the Batman theme, I really like it. It's just pretty tight, in my mind. Monster Squad. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're pretty much all over the place with this. It's just like, it's one of those movies where, like, it's just like shotgun blasting the enjoyment. It's factor. just like the movie, though. It's all over the place. You know? it's, it, it's all over the place, and I love it. I yeah. love every second of it. it. It's just chaotic. It's fun. It's just full of fucking 80s one-liners. All the characters are just lighthearted goofballs that are just trying to have a blast, and you're having a blast along with it. Yeah, it's just so goofy. It's just like I, I feel I would feel bad trying to be like objective about this movie because it's just like I had too much fun. Yeah, like I don't want to give hard it like, to look at it objectively. An objective too. score, like you could give it an objective score. I just don't want to. Yeah, like I, I really I, don't. I think I it's fun. just hard. It's hard to look at it objectively though because like it's, it's accomplishing like, exactly what it sets out to do. Yeah, like it's just trying to have a good time and have heart and then just give you an enjoyable movie experience. Would I give this a ten out of ten? No. Why? Okay. <laughs> you got me there. Yeah. Um, but, like, I would not... When I texted you last night, because I told you, I'm like, man, I'm I'm riding high on this movie. Like, I might give this a fucking high score. I'm going to give it a high score. That hasn't changed. Yeah. It's and, like, just, I know... It's just fun. Like, like if, I, if I looked at it from, from a perspective, like, quality-wise, I could ding it quite a bit, but I don't yeah. want to. So fuck Scenes, scene transitions don't make sense. Time of day doesn't make sense. Things just happen. There's no explanation. Like, there's a lot. It's of... our show. We can do whatever the fuck we want. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of shit that doesn't make sense, but yeah. at the same time, I don't give a fuck, and I'm just having a good time. The movie's awesome. Again, like 
yeah, it's not like the smartest movie in the world, but who fucking cares? It's doing again, like it's doing exactly what it wants to do. It's and, trying to be entertaining. And you watch a movie for an enjoyment. Like it yep. doesn't matter how objectively good a film is or how well crafted it is if you walk out of there and say, "That was a really well done shot." Too bad it's fucking stupid and I don't want to watch this again. That, that's kind of the thing. Is like I, I've talked to people a lot online about objectivity and subjectivity of movies and how like, well, they're like, well, there's technical things that could be objectively good about it. Yeah. So if you, like, it, it could have objectively good cinematography or could have objectively good editing or whatever. It's just like, cool. You can have a really well-made film that has zero heart, heart, emotion, humanity to it. And at that point, it's a really good looking dull movie. Yeah. So like really what was the point? Cause to me, one of the most important things about movies is how it makes you feel. Yeah. Cause it's it, art. It's like looking at an old 1950s antique house. That's got a lot of soul and wear into it, but you know, someone had a lot of fun versus a sterile fucking same as every other fucking night, uh, 2020 New York apartment where they all look the same and it's the exact same shit everywhere. Like, yeah. yeah, it could objectively look great, but there's nothing to it. There's no soul, there's no character. But you look at that old 1950s house, and you're like, yeah, I mean, it's it shows some wear, but, you know, I know whoever lives here had a good time, and, like, they loved yeah. this house. And I might take that and say that I'm going to have a good time here, too. Yeah, that's the thing. If, if a movie doesn't make you feel anything, really, what was the point? Yeah. At, at the end of the day. And there's different forms of enjoyment, because, like, there's movies that are unpleasant to watch, that I could still say I like this because it's doing exactly what it's intended. Yeah, to Hollow do. Man, Hollow Man, Last House on the Left, Hills Have Eyes. Yeah, you know, there's plenty, plenty, especially in the horror genre. I could rattle off a shit ton of them. Yeah, that are like even that. so in the horror genre, there's plenty of films that aren't trying to be fucking the next uh, one full of a cuckoo's nest, but it's still a fun romp, having a good time. Exactly. And look at Return of the Living Dead. It's not yeah. trying to be super sophisticated, but that film's so fucking fun. It's so good. So fucking good. I love that goddamn movie. But yeah, no, like said, exactly. It's not an objective 10 out of 10, but like if someone said, like, I love this movie and like it's a masterpiece to me because I have so much heart into it and it just means a lot, I wouldn't say they're wrong. Yeah. I mean, I'm tired of, I'm tired of just trying to give things objective scores because that's just not like if you have to sit there and when you're reviewing something and you have to be like, what, what, you sit there and be like, I don't, I have to find something I don't like so I don't give it a 10 out of 10. Yeah. If you because I had a blast with it. If you want to like, get an objective score, go talk to a fucking computer, loser. Like, it's boring. It's you, just it, coming it, to listen to people about their own personal biases and the heart that they got out of a film. Like, I'm not going to give you an objective score. I'm going to give you the way I reflected on this film. Yeah, I mean, like to me again, like like I said, like the most important thing about movies is the way you react to them and how it, it connects to you. That is an inherently subjective thing. Yes. So. An objective score to me is almost meaningless in that regard. It, it, again, scores in general, I think, are meaningless. They're arbitrary. It really yeah. doesn't matter. It's just assigning a number to something. Uh, but I just, you know, like, it, it's, it's less fun when you have to just be like, I got to find something to bitch about so I can be objective. Just like, why? Why? Just don't be negative. That's the point. Doesn't mean, that doesn't mean don't talk about flaws. It just means... If you have to go looking for them really hard because you enjoyed the hell out of a movie, is it worth it? Is it really worth it? Yeah. No, it's not. Well, My opinion, at least. My with opinion. that being said, out of five, what would you rate this very non-specific creature feature? 4.5. I was going to say 4.5. is. I, well. won't, I won't go as far as to give it a five, but I will, for, for the, the, the little quibbles and nitpicks, um... But I, I definitely think, especially from an enjoyment factor, I just had an absolute blast watching this movie. And I, I honestly, like, when I finish it, I'm like, I could totally watch this again right now. Yeah, for sure. I, I could reset, especially because yeah, it's maybe short. Not, it's, maybe it's, not for sure for me. Well, I finished it at like 1230. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I watched it as soon as I got home from work. Yeah. So I, 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 I could have rewatched that movie. I definitely am looking forward to I will rewatch this. Yeah. Uh, especially in October. I'll show this to um to my girlfriend and and my roommates. Show that because I know that I don't think any of them have seen it. Um, I think we're all gonna have a really good time with it. it. It's one of those movies like you can recommend this to anybody. Honestly, they don't have to be Universal Monster movies fan. Although that's anybody? nice. I think about just about anybody. I think most of my friends would enjoy it. 
but I, 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 don't, I just think it's, I, I can think of at least a few people that'd be like, "Fuck you, dude! Why'd you waste my time?" I can't think of just because I think I feel like there's a little something in here for everybody. But I mean, who knows? I could probably find some really boring, cynical motherfucker who just won't enjoy something that's fun. Yeah, but I, I just feel like somebody will at least have a good time. The characters are fun. It's well directed for the most part. It's just it's just a, a fun adventure movie to go through. And it's short. It's brisk. It's very easy to watch. Doesn't ask much of you. Well, with that being said, how would you rate the entire go through of our movies we picked since episode three to now ten? Rank each movie, or no, or no, no. Like, like a... just, just like how would you say like how would you like the experience of jumping through different decades of different films, getting different quality of film, obviously, and then ending off on Monster Squad? How was the journey? I, I kind of went into it uh, when we were talking about Wolfman about how like it's really fun to look at how different each interpretation of these same monsters are. Yeah. And how like different the styles of filmmaking have changed over the years. Cause you know, we, we started with Dracula, Dracula yeah. uh, and that was not fun at all. Uh, a little extra, if you know what I mean? You know, we went through to, to classic or more classic films like the mummy, which, you know, I, I wasn't wild about, but the sensibilities, it's, it's really, um, interesting to look at that in contrast to something, especially like how just over the top and ridiculous the filmmaking techniques in like Dracula are, and even even some of the the, the eccentricities that they they show in, in Wolfman, how it's just cinema has changed, or horror cinema has changed over the over the, the decades. Yet we're still coming back to the well on the same characters. I mean, last year we just had another Invisible Man movie. We're about to have another Wolfman movie. We're about to have another fucking Dracula movie. I think they just announced another. Uh, like I think there's a is there a Frankenstein movie coming now too. Like there's like there we're going back to these monsters all these years later, and we're gonna. It seems like we're just gonna continue getting different versions of these characters forever. And I'm here for it. Yeah, for sure. I'm really happy we went through a large majority of decades. We did the 30s. We did the 50s. Um, well, we we did late 50s. We did 90s. We did no. late 90s, early 2000s, 2010, you know. We went yeah. through a lot, and we saw a different variety with a lot of these films. And, you know, maybe not being big on The Mummy's one thing, but you see the difference of filmmaking quality when you go from that to something like Curse of Frankenstein. Yeah. And then you go from something like that to, like, Hollow Man. You see how much these characters try to stay similar, but act on what's happening at the time, even though everything around it can be completely different. And also the advent of this was that we both also got some new experiences out of this. Things that maybe yeah. I wouldn't have seen, maybe you wouldn't have seen for a while either. Yeah, you know, like if I, we didn't do this, who knows when you would have watched Wolfman. Who knows yeah, when, when, when either be, of us would have watched Hollow Man, honestly. I'd be more likely to watch Wolfman than Hollow Man. I think Hollow oh, Man was one that, if we didn't do this, I wouldn't see it for quite a while. Yeah, I don't know if I, I mean, like, I, I had wanted to see it already, but... Yeah. This gave me an excuse to do it sooner. Yeah, I these are all films I've wanted so. to see, but... You know, there's a difference between wanting to see something and pulling the trigger. There's a lot of films I want to see, but they're on a list that I have and I haven't checked it off yet. Yeah. Having this around where we can just talk to each other, talk to a viewer and say, cool, I'm going to sit down, enjoy this and see how how it goes. It's really fun going through these and, you know, seeing the different tones that we've gone through, like 90s super extra and you go to like the 80s with this and it's just like it's super fun and entertaining. Yeah, like the 2000s, which is like super focused on being like hip and edgy. sleek and edgy and all that stuff. And, you know, 2010s where they're almost trying to marry the higher tech, bigger bombast of recent films with a classical sensibility, which I found very fascinating with that movie. But when you when you go through all these different versions and you end it on something like this, it, it does feel like an event. It feels poignant, too. Yeah. Because it's like it's it, this is the journey that at least in that year this is where these characters made it to. There's like I said, there's only like three or four films we could have done to end it on. We could have ended on like House of Frankenstein, House of Dracula, could have ended on a Monster Squad or Van Helsing. And I figured no film would represent how much fun you can have watching these films as well as Monster Squad. Yeah, it's a celebration of, Re- of really, these characters. There's no better way to to say it than this film is a celebration. Yeah. I thought it'd be a good way to cap it off and say, hey, we had fun, and this film's going to showcase how much fun it really could have been and really should have been. And 
here we are. What the question was is what's next for I don't for know these characters. Know. No, 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 for these characters. Oh, just like you know, we're, we're again we're in this kind of renaissance now. Oh, hopefully, still, hopefully I, renaissance. I, I would still even say I don't know. You know, like these these characters live to go on from decade to decade, but they still have to reflect their decade. And you have to ask yourself when it comes to a character like Wolfman, when it's man versus nature, how are you gonna sensibly have that in this decade of 2020? And we're, we're going to have to find out what the director has in in store. And I don't know what most people are going to do, but that's why I'm excited. There's nothing better than having classic characters tell... Through new lenses. Uh, yeah, classic characters through new lenses and to discover what this character can mean with a new, a new point of view. Yeah, and, and I think that if Invisible Man is anything to go by, I think the future's bright. I think we, we have... There was a period of time where it felt pretty dark as far as our uh, our outlook on these characters, especially around 2017, where we thought that this was going to go a very, very specific direction where they were going to really try to make these characters Avengers characters. But I like the fact that we're going back to isolated stories that we're just focusing on making good movies. Because that's, that's the most I, important thing. You know, besides obviously us having this conversation during the film Monster Squad, but most of these characters just benefit better from being singular stories. Yeah. One I mean, by like, one. And then after you, you get it for a while, you can have your big event film, but it has to be done in a certain way. Yeah. I mean, even if you look at this movie specifically, it's like this, it has all the monsters in it, but they're used as an avenue for adventure. And they aren't like super duper, like the, they're not really the focus so yeah. much as they're, they're the, the source of, of contention during the adventure. And I think that that was the right play, especially in the '80s. I don't know where this road's going to lead as far as these Universal Monsters movies are concerned. I'm just excited that they seem to be trying for quality right now. I hope it's a road that gets more people in and gets more investment, so we can have more people kind of hop to their closest Best Buy or go on Amazon and say, "How much is the new, is the Dracula Blu-ray from the film in 1931?" I hope it's another way to get people invested in these older films and say, "Well." I saw this and I like this, so let's check out the classics because that's what it's all for and get more investment, get more fans, get more friends. I think that's what we're going to have to end it on. I've had a great time discussing this, even though my brain is rotting as we speak. I love this movie. I, I loved having a conversation about it. I loved experiencing it. And I hope we can continue this, this mindset and this mood for the next few films we go on to. We've got Whatever a few things planned coming up the, the maybe the next immediate film or so is not as planned but there are some plans coming up and i'm excited for that and i'm excited for you to join us i love some of the ideas for themes we have coming yeah me too i'm really excited to do some of them just deciding when they're gonna happen yeah so thank you so much for joining us and i hope you had a great time hearing about the film experiencing it with us and i hope you can come back for the next one have just as good of a time thank you again See you later. Bye-bye.